So today we are going to talk about the dreaded morning routine. Now I've talked about the morning routine on my podcast and YouTube, but here's the thing. Today's going to be a little different. It's not going to be like, what's my routine? How to make a great routine? Let's get real. Let's get real, ladies, and talk about the common barriers to the morning routine actually working out. Let's talk about what we're all suffering from right now. <laughs> Let's not talking about like how amazing our routine is going to be. Let's talk about how unamazing it truly is and how we need help to make it more amazing. I think that would be more fruitful, right? Let's talk about what's really happening with us. Let's get going. Just before we dive into the podcast, I want to tell you some fun and exciting things going on here at Mindful Muslim and Brand. All right. So the first one is the mentorship program. So if you've ever wanted help with things like your morning routine, you're stuck, you're unmotivated, you just feel overwhelmed, you feel meh, like whatever it is, and you just like need something like someone to talk to about it, some advice and, you know, kind of shy. You don't want to, you know, put yourself out there, but you do want a safe space. This is definitely, definitely it. This is a program worth hundreds of dollars that we give completely free to all thrivers. We know women need access to mentors and coaches. This is something we're very proud about and is soon becoming one of our most famous programs outside of our courses. So I'll tell you in a sec how to get the link for that. The second one is our most famous challenge from 2022. You guys loved it. It was one of our most popular ones. And so we brought it back, the spouse seeking challenge. Now what we do in these challenges is we generally bring a whole bunch of women together from all over the world in the same space. And we talk about the difficulty of finding a spouse and you get some real advice, real tips, next steps, answers to your questions and a whole lot of support. We know that it's hard talking to parents. It's hard talking to peers. Um, you don't want to go some time to the mashiach. We understand all that. So we're there. It's just girl talk. And it's me live, totally mentoring you guys in that. So definitely um, join that if you think that's something. It's in February, but we open the doors in January and we start some bonus sessions before. And the last one is a book club. We have an international book club that you guys absolutely love. It is women from all over the world just getting raw and real about the things that we struggle with. And the book we've chosen this time is How to Be the Happiest Woman in the World. It is a classic. It is very, very famous. And if you're a person who does not have a lot of time to read, we understand. <laughs> like, where is the time going these days? And so we picked this book on purpose because honestly, it has like little snippets of just a page and a half where if you just want to dive in, get something quick and then jump into the, the book club with everyone. And sometimes there's tears, there's laughs, there's it's just really raw conversation. You could just do it like a quick read and jump in. Or if you want to do something more in depth, you really do want to read like deeply, the whole chapters are there. So it's up to you. Can't wait to see you guys in these. The links are below in the show notes. If you struggle with show notes and don't know how to access them, that's fine. You can always DM me on Instagram. Um, we also have some of these things on our website, but mostly I would say click the links below, DM me on Instagram, and pause before you jump into the uh, podcast here. Make sure you get in before the seats are gone, and then jump back in. All right, let's see. Welcome back to the Mindful Muslim Speaks podcast. Okay, so I have a ton of advice today. And I thought I'd make this like a podcast, probably slash video. And at the end of the day, give women some advice of exactly what they could do if they're struggling with a morning routine. Because if you're a mom, if you're a uni student, if you're, you know, a revert that's trying to do the Muslim thing and wake up and pray now when they never had to do that before, like whatever your situation is, there's these common barriers that we kind of all have. Now, we have a mentorship program inside of Thrive Muslim where we actually have this as part of one of our lessons. Because we noticed over the years that women were struggling with it. We have... Um, 
an, a morning routine barriers lesson and an evening routine barriers because even that's hard for women. Like let's just let's just talk about what's hard. Let's not always talk about what feels really nice and looks pretty. So at the end of the day, um, what are the things that we're most suffering with women or what are some suggestions on how we could fix those, right? So alhamdulillah, um, let's talk about a couple of those. Like I have a couple written down here. Let's talk about, okay, how about poor eating habits? So here's the thing. A lot of us struggle from lack of energy. We're just exhausted. Now, that could be for a million reasons. I'm not even going to go there 100% yet. I'm just going to talk about the food aspect of that because there, it does play quite a big role. So recently, um, you know, I was traveling abroad and I felt, I mean, I mean, like horrible. Now, the reason I felt horrible is because I had to go handle some family things. And when I was doing that, I had to sit for long periods of time, whether it was like on a in a plane or a train or a car. And then even we were back in the hotel because like I said, there are people in my family that weren't feeling well. I had to lay and sit with them and care for them. And it was a lot of like sitting and sitting and laying. Right? And then of course you have to eat and then things aren't always at your disposal, the best things to eat and everything like that. So you just get, you know, get what you can, you do what you can. And I came back from that trip feeling so physically yuck. I can't explain to you. The lethargic nature that I had was just like, oh, and I could just feel how gross my body felt, you know, and it made me so tired. So part of eating, first of all, is to make the connection between being tired and what we're eating. Sometimes we can't help it, right? Like I was in that crazy trip. Like there was nothing I could do about it. I had to deal with it. And so I could easily take that and be like, oh, you know, what was me? My life is horrible. Like, what can I do? That's why I'm, I feel and look like this. But, but that's not who I am. I know everything is only for a time. It's only for a season, right? So I put in my mind like, okay, when I get back, this is what I'm going to do. Now, a lot of people do that. You know, on Monday, I'm going to start. Like, no, but I really, really do. I'm dead serious. But here's the thing. I knew when I got home, and no one has shopped for about a week and a half because some of my family was left behind and my husband with the kids. And, oh, he is so beautiful. He did such a great job with the kids. I honestly, like, hats off to him. But, like, he's still as great as he is. Wasn't going to go do, like, intense shopping and deep cleaning. He did great. The house was clean when I came home. The kids were bathed. The, the laundry was done yada yada it was great but at the end of the day that that whole healthy thing that I knew I need to do that like detox take care of myself wasn't done so I had to say to myself and this is my first piece of advice to you which is like what's going to make me successful I could get off that plane be tired wake up the next day be tired and then never really get into that routine to change or I could set myself up you know what I did I jumped right onto Instacart as much as I don't love Instacart that much it's a lot of fees if you're not in the U.S. or in a place where there's an Instacart, it's basically just grocery shopping online. And, and so I did it. I was like, you know what? I know it's going to make the difference for me jumping and judge. So I went in there. I think I did a Costco online cart. Another thing I hate to do, again, the fees. And the prices are all jacked up because you're shopping online. We know this. But do I do this regularly? No. So who cares? If it means me jumping in and getting it done because I know I need that, then that's what I'm going to do. Guess what? Within me getting home four hours, there's a whole bunch of fresh greens and groceries. So I had it already and I jumped and I dove right into exactly what I said I was going to do because I took away the friction. So the first thing I want to say is to the women, sometimes you don't do the great morning routine because all during the day and in the night and all day long, you're eating the wrong food. And that's going to make you tired. When you're tired, you're unmotivated. You're not going to do things. That's just totally normal. But you have to break out of it because no one's going to do that but you. So you have to ask yourself, where's the friction? Where's the thing that's stopping me from changing that routine? For me, it was like, oh, I'm going to have to go shopping. Then I'm going to have to like prep some meals. You know what I did on the way back on the plane? I think I think I paid for Wi-Fi like one gigabyte. And I sat there and I just did all the recipes that I was going to cook for the next two to three weeks. 
And you guys know I have like a whole meal planning thing where I actually have them done, but I think I wanted to do something different than usual. But normally I have all my meals planned for every season. We actually have a free PDF, a downloadable, like a meal planner. I prep once and done. I don't meal prep because meal prep is too much work. <laughs> I want things to be prepped, but with the littlest work possible. There's a saying, work smarter, not harder. That's I follow that to the T. So if you guys want, that's on the website and you can totally download that. It's how I meal prep all the time. It's on uh, www.mindful-muslima.com. And so that's there. But I wanted to do something a little special, a little different. I wanted to do like this weird doxification type thing. So I did it. Oh my goodness. Within just a couple days of that, I saw pounds coming off, shedding. And it was just, and, and for those of you, I know you're going to be like, what did you do? I mostly cut out sugar and any types of carbs that were processed. And I don't even eat processed food, but I mean like even anything that looked remotely not like high, high fiber grain nuts. Like the stuff you probably wouldn't want to eat as bread. You want to have like a nice brioche or a fluffy bread. It's like, I had to cut all that out as much as I love those things. Um, you know, and, and I did more of a like, um, a just like a high, high intensity like greens. And I did fats and stuff and I did, you know, good fish and stuff like that. But mostly, mostly just something like that. And I said, I'm just going to do it for three to four weeks. Oh my goodness. I felt absolutely amazing. So what we eat transfers into the lethargic nature of ourselves. So reduce the friction. Ask yourself, what is the thing stopping me? And go handle that. It's usually the process of getting the healthy food to our plate. It's usually like, oh my gosh, I have to go shopping. And the kids, I knew the kids were going to stop me because it was going to be hard for me. I was going to be jet lagged. I was going to have to get in the car with my kids. And they haven't seen me for a while. So I'm sure they're not on the same rules we always have. So I knew they were going to fight in the car. See how I already thought all that. I was like, I already know what's going to happen. So I said, skip that. <laughs> Instacart it is. And so like that was my solution. What's your solution? So that's just one. And mind you, I have about like eight or nine sitting in front of me and I can't get to all of them, but let me just think of another one. Another one, I'm going to do it because it's, it's, it's the new year type of thing. We're in that still the beginning of the year thing, which is the lack of movement. So here's the thing. My husband and I, we go to the gym religiously. Four to five times a week, we do it together. We are... We are workout buddies. Sometimes we're working um, inside, working out inside, working out outside. Whatever we do, we do it together. When we both get our schedules messed up or it's like really bad weather or something's happening with the kids and we don't get to go to the gym, we get so lazy and tired and we look at each other. It's the joke that we have for the past eons that we're married and we're just like, yeah. We haven't been to the gym for a while. You feeling it? Because I'm feeling it. Yeah, I'm feeling it. So my point is when you don't have your body in motion or moving at all as much as you should, then it's really, really hard to have high energy and motivation. So I'm, what I'm basically doing with these first two here is I'm just talking about human biology. Like, let's just, let's just really be real about the biology factor. You can't just keep living on coffee and like chips and Cheetos and whatever it is you're eating and like quick meals from Uber Eats every five minutes or like DoorDash, like that stuff will make you fat and sick and tired. So if that's the life you're living, then you now know why your morning routine is probably sabotage. So we gotta cut the cord from where it begins, which it might be the way that we're buying food, it might be the way that we're consuming food, it maybe our lack of movement and exercise. So here is another tip, if, you, if you're gonna do healthy eating, combine it with food and you're like, who would have thought like how much I eat or how well I eat has anything to do with the routine that has to do with productivity? Well, of course it does because your body needs fuel and that fuel has to be healthy fuel and, and, and push you. And also it's sending waves to your brain. If you're having high nutrients versus things that will slow you down and saturated fats, it's not even going to make you think sharp. You know, it makes a huge difference. I beg you to try it out. It really, really does.
All right, so let's dive into too much screen time. Let's just do this. Maybe I'll do one more after this. All right, so the thing with too much screen time is this. People don't know there's so much research around your phone and like my phone is not in here right now. <laughs> it's over there in my timer. Um, but like blue lights and like, you know, when you, and there's so much research or like when you put a blue light near your face, which is obviously what comes from the phone and then you try to go to sleep, it takes you so much longer to go to sleep. And then what happens then, right? So if you're like, I'm talking about people who like to use their phone late at night, then you have insomnia, right? And what happens when you have insomnia? Cause you can't sleep cause of your blue light. Cause your phone that you're looking at when you shouldn't, when you should have been sleeping already. Well, then you're tired. And when you're tired, then what happens? You wake up to a really bad day because usually you're going to miss measure or you're going to feel groggy and then your routine's going to get thrown off like from the jump. My son, and this is not related to screen time. It was, it's related to the way I talk to my kids. I'll just give you a heads up. I'm really honest with my kids. I'm one of those parents that like probably told my kids so much honesty that it kind of shoots me in the foot sometimes because there's such strong thinkers and I'm like be a kid for a minute they're like we can't you trained us otherwise so here's an example my son was really really in a bad mood the other day because I woke him up we do a, he does like a hips program where he memorizes Quran we have to get up and out the house six something in the morning to take him to the sheikh I signed up for this he signed up for this he said he wanted to do it we, we all want to do it as a family and we're really proud of him but here's the thing we have a rule where at night, before he goes to bed, he's got to get out his jilbab and he's got to get out his, his Quran and his kufi and he's got to practice his lesson. We have to have his lunch prepped, his bag by the door. And when he does, that's great. He's got to have his clothes set out. And it takes but five minutes because we have a routine that we do the laundry. And so his stuff is already hung. It's a matter of like taking it from the closet, putting it on the thing, and then, you know, just like having it there. So he gets up and grabs and go, right? That's just makes perfect sense. So... He decided that night to stay up and we don't give our kids screens. There's no screens in his room of any kind, but I'm, I'm likening this to screen time where he decided I'm going to stay up and I'm going to play with something or I'm going to draw. He just kept himself up after we had put him to bed. And my son is about 11 years old. So this is a choice he made, right? It was a total choice. So he could have went to sleep. He didn't. I went to wake up in the morning. And, I, and I, re, I, I usually check him if he has all his stuff. But, you know, sometimes I like to treat him like a man. Like, you were supposed to get your stuff. Did you get your stuff? I go in his room. Stuff isn't out. He is like a brick trying to wake him up and get him out the bed. I'm like, and then the first thing he says to me is, I can't go. I said to him, why? What? Can't go what? He says, I can't go to school. I can't go to the sheikh. I can't do it. I said, why? He says, it's just going to be it's a bad day. I'm tired. And then we talked about why he's tired. And I said, well, that was a choice. You chose to stay up. The sheikh didn't make that choice. And that's not fair. You don't just, you know, ghost the sheikh. You know, just not show up because you didn't feel like I would be. I'm teaching my kids real life skills, akhlaq, character. Like you get up and you do what you're supposed to do. You didn't give him an, enough time. This is it. We're, we got to be there in 30, 40 minutes. You're not cutting out. You're tired. Get up. Then he didn't have his clothes. Then he couldn't find his bag. Then he's like, oh my gosh, my pencil. And he was running around and he was so stressed out. Then he started to almost stress me out because I was like running late and I'm the mom, right? I'm supposed to drop off my kid like a good Muslim mom on time to the sheikh. You know, like, what do I look like now when my kid isn't ready? But I'm also low-key trying to teach him a lesson. I'm trying to teach him a lesson like, you know, that's the consequence of you setting yourself up for a bad morning. You decided to stay up late. 
You didn't have your stuff. You could have used that time. Even if you were going to stay up late, you could at least use that time to prep yourself for the morning. But instead, you chose to do something that you were going to relax and waste time and then wake up and curse the day. He was not cursing like real cursing, but he was like, oh, this day is horrible. Oh, I can't do this. This day is not going to be good. I said, the day didn't do anything to you. Allah made the day. The sun came up. Nobody did anything to you, Yahi. You did it to yourself. That's a thing for us. And I want women to hear this. Stop cursing the day. Oh, this day is bad. No, the day is not bad. Did you set yourself for, uh, for the day wrong? Did I set myself up wrong? Let's be fair, you know? And so subhanAllah, I liken this to the screen time where he made a choice to stay up, which threw off everything. And he didn't use his time to set up anything before. So therefore, he had a horrible day. <laughs> but then here's another thing I teach my kids. I always pull them to the side and I say, look me in the eye. I said, can you restart your day? And he said, yes, I can restart my day anytime I want. I said, do you want to restart your day right now? Because by then it was like 12 o'clock or something when I had to go back and pick him up from the sheikh because I homeschool. And I do the rest at home. And he's like, yeah, can I reset? And we do this thing where we take our hand, we put it on our face, and we go, blah, 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 and, and he does this. And then he shook it off, and he said, I'm going to run up the stairs, and I'm going to come back down like it's morning time. You ready? I said, I'm ready. Go ahead, go. And then he goes up, and he comes down. And he's like, good morning, mommy. And then you give hugs and kisses. And I said, well, today's going to be a great day, isn't it? Look how beautiful. Alhamdulillah, the weather's beautiful. Allah gave us time to do this and this and this. Let's go. He said, yeah, alhamdulillah, bismillah. And that was it. Because I teach my kids there is no such thing as a bad day. That's just nonsense. The day can be good anytime you want. You just need to restart. And people say like, oh, no, it can't because that's just your limited thinking. So I teach my kids to have a growth mindset and to be thinkers. And I start that from a young age. Some people are going to ask me, when do I start that? I start that from like five years old, four years old. Why not? You know, even if they, they don't understand everything when we're talking about everything else anyway, but at least I make it like it's a habit. It's a lifestyle that we have. And so the last thing I'll say for you guys as a suggestion is the lack of connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So another common barrier to morning routines is that we don't really have a solid one where we put make Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the shining star of the morning routine. We're all into like skincare, gotta get my hydration in, gotta get my stretching, my morning run, like, okay, where's your Quran, where's your adhkar, where's your du'a? So memorizing Quran, people who start with Quran, it soothes your heart. There's something Rasul Sallallahu says when you, when you recite Quran, it's washing your heart, it's removing sins, it's taking bad feelings away. Why would we want to not have that? That's just absolutely brilliant. Why would we not want, why would we not actually include that as much as we should or as consistently as we should? It's our own self-sabotage. So I have a ton more. In order to thrive, you know, you just have to be mindful about what's going right and wrong about your routine. Like I said, we do this in um, our mentorship program inside of Thrive Muslim. So that's something you're always welcome to be inside. It's like a... It's worth a couple hundred dollars, but we all the women inside of Thrive get it 100% free. We just do it for them. It's like a six-week program. We had level one, then we have level two. Now you can move up. And the other thing is, um, you know, we have the Life Balance course where we go through all of this, and we help you as well. So, like, the tools are there if you need. But the biggest thing I want you to take away and understand is that there is a way to fix your routine but only you can fix it. So think about those common barriers. Like, was it is it the way you're eating? Is it the way whatever? And then remove that friction, dive on in and fix that. If you want to talk to me, you know you can DM me anytime. We have on Instagram, you could do, I do free 15-minute calls. I also have 45-minute calls, like whatever you want, but the help is there. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for you and give us productive mornings so we can have amazing days and please the creator. Uh, alhamdulillah, rabbil alameen. See you in the next one. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.